Calmatic, Steven Trailer, you can be talking about their uh, project that they're showing at the gallery right now. This is a video for Vince Staples, fun. So uh, how this video come into fruition? Before the video, I've been wanting to collaborate with Steve forever. I guess it was like maybe four months because that's probably how long I knew about him at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, man, I, I, I want to work on something with him. So I got a call one day to write treatment for the music video for Paramedic, which is on the Black Panther soundtrack by SOBRBE. I was like, yo, this is a good, you know, project for us to work on. You know, me being like kind of an O-head, quote unquote, you know, to work with like somebody really, really young that understands like that sound and like that new movement. So I was like, I reached out to Steve and I was like, yo, this is a project for us. Like we wow. should come up, we should come up with a concept. And so, you know, we were brainstorming ideas for, you know, a few days. And I think one day we just sat down and was like, yo, like, let's just exchange references and see like what the ideas are. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that was the flow of things, right? Yeah, it was like a few days where we was just like, just shooting out ideas and just like putting stuff on the board and like taking stuff out. And I think it got to a point like day two or three to where like, well, did you have that? Did you have that Google the well, no, Google Maps already in mind? Nah, or no, no. So, so, so the idea was like we SOBRBE is like a, a young rap group that makes like stereotypical mm-hmm. world star videos, and we wanted to like make like an elevated version of that. You know what I'm saying? So we were just thinking like, how can we make this more of an art of an art thing versus like just some like mm. single camera just like shooting like a hood video? And then you know, going through the references, Steve. I don't even know how he found it, but he came up with that with the idea of like the Google images. So how'd you come up with that idea? Um, we we got our sources, you know. I mean, yeah. it was definitely a. It was from this one artist. He he, he did like a series on um, just like Google images, just finding like a lot of like just crazy images on mm-hmm. Google Maps, and. So so at that point, you know, he he you know shared that reference, and I was like, yo. This shit is it. Like this is like this is the idea. The idea is like Mm -hmm. let's make a Google Maps music video. But then we start thinking about more ideas to take that further because we felt like we couldn't fill a whole music video up with just Google Maps images. Yeah. So we were thinking like, all right, let's just think about the ways that the government the the way the government surveys regular people in society. Keep in mind, this is for the SOB video, right? Okay. So we're thinking about all the ways that we're surveyed throughout the day. And it's so, true. So when it's you true. go outside, they say you're on camera like a hundred times. Time. You know what I mean? So we basically wanted to do a whole music video that was nothing but surveillance. How many ways are we surveyed per day? And, and what, are those, what are those camera angles look like? So, you know, Google Maps is one thing. Going into the liquor store is one thing. It was crazy. When walking in here, I was looking outside when I was waiting for you guys. I was like, smile, you're on camera. There's like a little <laughs> thing on, exactly. up there. I was like, really? Right here, right now? That's crazy. Exactly. So we had this idea. We wrote the treatment. Then we went to Vallejo in Oakland to shoot the video. We go out there. We have like a, we have a couple of little GoPro cameras to like, you know, mm-hmm. set up like fake um, you know, surveillance cameras. Mm-hmm. We did a scene where we did a whole scene from the perspective of the cops 
um, mm. body camera. Oh, crazy. Um, we did, um, what else did we do? We I feel like we did some more stuff. Gas stations. Yeah. So you're just playing all these different ideas of like how surveillance and yeah, the way that so, things so are surveilled whole, and all different perspectives of like, oh. Yeah, yeah, so the whole video was from the perspective of, there was, there was no like nice cameras. Every, every shot was from a perspective of a surveillance camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the way we shot the Google Maps thing, we literally had a camera, like a, a, a digital camera, not a video camera, a digital camera on top of a ladder. Oh, and we crazy. would put it in the middle of the street and we crazy. would like take pictures <laughs> like, and then like have the person move up forward and then rotate the camera and then, and then, you know, in post, we would just like, like do like a, a, a thought frame or whatever you call it. Like, a, um, yeah. and it was cool. Like it, it didn't really work out the way I thought it was, but it, it but, was super like it was definitely like a hell of like experimental like yeah thing. like so you guys were kind of playing with it a bit at first yeah. yeah but this is but this at the time this is like a big video this is a like big a song budget, yeah like, yeah you know what I mean and we didn't know what the fuck we was doing <laughs> and so keep in <laughs> mind so we're in the middle of Vallejo yeah which is not the safest place in the world yeah. to be and so pull up <laughs> we pull up to like this intersection in Oakland where there's like a big Black Panther mural and there's like this like iconic oh, wow. hood liquor store yeah. where it's like, all right, so we're going to film this scene where we see like these kids running out of the liquor store like stealing candy. Yeah. So we set up our ladder in the middle of the intersection and this may be like three o'clock. No one's really outside. You know, everyone's still- That was still, like the last shot, right? Yeah. It was like yeah, the last yeah. shot of the hotel. Yeah. Everyone's still at home. I mean, still at work, like kind of making their way back home. Mm-hmm. Kids haven't gotten out of school yet, so it's like quiet. And so we have our ladder, no permits. We have our ladder, we have our camera, and we're just like, you know, shooting the scene. And then, you know, we're shooting, we're, we're in the zone. You know, there's a bunch of like crews around. And then all of a sudden, this van pulls up what? on the curb. And he was just, and the dude that was driving the van, and but it looked like an old like passenger van, like 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 a soccer mom would drive. And they pull up on the curb, and the what dude the is action? just looking at me, and he's oh, just what? staring at me hella hard. And I'm thinking like, yo, is this dude having a stroke? Like, like, like is he like is he mentally like? Because it looked like, oh shit, he pulled up on the curb, and he's like just staring at me, looking crazy. And I'm just like, yo, but he's not taking his eyes off of me. And then he pulls up off the curb, closer to me. And he says, shut this shit down. I don't give a fuck about no video. Fuck these niggas. Y'all didn't check in. Don't you know that people get killed for shooting videos over here? And then later on, we looked in uh, online and like like someone had got killed. Oh, for wow. shooting a video over there. Wow. And it's funny because, uh, you know, me and Steve, we were probably like the only black people in the production. Everyone else is white. Uh, how many How many people are there about? What, 30? Oh, not, wow. Maybe not 30, but oh, like 15, maybe. Yeah, but a pretty a, proper production. Yeah, p- yeah, without permits, though. Yeah. No cops around. Yeah, yeah. And I remember like, the dude was like, shut this shit down. And I feel like everyone was looking at me to yeah. for me to give like the final okay to leave. And yeah. I was like, Shit, let's shut this shit down. Like, 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 let's go. Like, we gotta go. You know what I'm saying? So, and so it was, it was weird. It was like this whole weird thing where we got shut down and we mm-hmm. felt we had to literally abort our whole video and like, mm-hmm. and like drive to the safest hipster neighborhood, yeah. which is like 20 minutes away. But it was just a weird experience because, you know, we were, we were in the midst of making something really, really cool. Uh-huh. But we, we didn't have the proper permission and we did feel, I think at the time that we were exploitive of, the situation, yeah, like, right? We, yeah, we was we was definitely like in a whole, you know, from LA. So you know, we're in like in Northern California, not even like knowing like where we at and stuff. So we was definitely like invading. 
and we just didn't do it proper. And yeah. and but it wasn't that, like. But you were kind of going rogue with it and just going with it yeah. at the time. Yeah, but looking at hindsight, like it wasn't like it wasn't for the people that are like. That's from that area that yeah. was shooting at. Like that shit, it was. Yeah, it was like it was like it was like pulling up to Crenshaw and Slauson and like putting a camera in the middle of the street and like yeah. filming stereotypical things happening in the neighborhood. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think they even saw that deep into it. They just saw some dudes with a camera. Yeah, and I'm just glad we didn't have you know we weren't actually filming the video portion. It was just us and the crew. We didn't have the artists there, so that was a yeah. you know a blessing. Because that would have been some whole other. Yeah, that would have been a whole other thing. Yeah. But but that video ended up getting scrapped. Maybe about a month later, Vince Staples managing management hit me up and was like, yo, we need to shoot a video next mm-hmm. Friday. We don't have no ideas, though. Do you have any ideas mm-hmm. for a video? And I was like, I had this idea. Yeah. And I literally took the treatment from the SLB yeah. video, took out all the other surveillance stuff and just focused it solely on the Google Maps images. Yeah. And they were like, yes. And then like, kind of using your experience from the whole video into like, oh, those kind of voyeuristic kind of thing of that course. you were like almost doing it the first time for. Yeah. And, and, it, and it turned out to be like even more special because we already had the experience of like failing the first time and mm-hmm. knowing that that wasn't the right way to do it. Yeah. So it was almost like we had a rough draft yeah. or like a practice a yeah. scrimmage of the yeah. actual video. And yeah. so now that we had this time and we had a bigger budget, idea was more specific and uh-huh. we could get permits we thought like, all right, let's take this to the next level. Yeah. And so um, at this point, it got real technical as far as how we, how do we execute this in a very, like in, in the best way possible. And, you know, I think, you know, from the creative perspective, me and Steve, or Steve put together, you know, a list of like all the crazy shit that yeah. you would see on Google Maps. Yeah. And we, I think we still got a list. We just wrote down a bunch of shit, like. Just a lot of just. Girls yeah. fighting, yeah. People, it's a whole, it's a whole. Yeah, and then you have the dancers and yeah, the time of the clown. Yeah, yeah, and so then you know my DP that I work with, that I worked with on the SOB video in Oakland. You know he came back around on this one, but we decided to approach it, like I said, in the best technical way possible. So mm-hmm. what we did is we ended up um, instead of having one camera, one digital camera, and just taking snap photos of different angles, we created this rig. That was on a car similar to the Google Maps, but now instead of a camera, we have three red cameras that are like, wow. you know, um, 7K, you yeah. know, uh, resolution. Yeah. And, you know, we have an A camera, a B camera, and a C camera. The yeah. A camera is pointed towards the left, 45 yeah. degrees. B camera's in the center. The right yeah. camera, I mean, C camera's on the right, 45 degrees. And we just literally had the camera, had the, had the cameras on the car, and then we played the scene out. And then, um, and then we called cut, and then we. we well, it's, moved. Co- it's cool because it's got that feel like the Scorsese kind of one shot, like one narrative, like going yeah. through the whole thing, going like scene by scene. So you almost feel like you're just moving around the whole time. Yeah, exactly. But then technically, yeah, it must have been a challenge just to get all those angles. Well, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's just one aspect of how we captured it. But then, you know, once we captured it, the whole the 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 second part, which is the most important part, the was was the edit and the VFX. Mm-hmm. And I was the, um, the ETC. They came through with the VFX for that. And they, you know, we studied Google Maps and like the the inconsistencies and like the weird glitches that, yeah. you know, that, that they come up with. And we replicated those to make it feel like, you know, a real experience. So because you're kind of almost moving backwards because it's probably like such clean footage that you want to get that like weird yeah, di- that was, digital distortion kind of thing where you like. Yeah. Even with color correction, like we didn't try to give it its own, you know, cool look. We just made it as accurate to Google Maps as possible. 
Yeah, and then and then going back. So then just a little bit back to like the actual narrative of the video. So you shot this one and this is in Long Beach, right? Mm-hmm. So then what, what's like the story? How'd you come up with the story? I mean, to be honest, there's, there's really no story. It's just like, what's some crazy shit that's... If you were driving down this random block in the hood, like, what would be like the craziest shit you would see? And so, mm-hmm. you know, we just, like I said, we came up with that list. And I think what what the, the cool part is like thinking some some of the narrative points, like, for example, it starts off with Vince, you know, at a candlelight visual. We already know what that represents. But then the next shot is like, you know, him seeing two girls in a street fight and, you know, Vince coming out and filming it. Like, that's just some mm-hmm. fun. And also the name of the song is fun. And so we're thinking about the things that people in the hood consider fun that others may not consider just fun. entertaining, yeah. Yeah, like this is fun. Like seeing two girls fight in the street and I'm filming <laughs> it, that's fun. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and then the next thing is like, the, you know, the dude stealing the bikes out of the person's backyard. Yeah, well, like, who's that person? She yeah. couldn't out, then she yeah. goes to call on the phone and then yeah. the phone gets stolen right there too. And so that lady, the reason why we casted that white lady is because she represents like gentrified neighborhoods and like, so yeah. that, that's fun. Like, all right, let's go, let's go to steal bikes from the lady that just yeah. moved in. You know what I'm saying? She's not knowing what to do. She calls the cops. And they steal her phone. Yeah, and they, and they, <laughs> and they steal her phone. But then, you know, in the next frame, you know, the cops, the cops are right there, and they, you know, yeah. they have, you know, st- stealing, stealing the lawnmower out of the back of the uh, the, the gardener's trucks. Mm. Um, and then I think the the cool part about it is that at the end, right before the the grand finale, um, you, you know, Tommy though. Oh yeah, Tommy the clown. Yeah, so I, tell, tell him about you got Tommy the, the clown, you so got you, the actual truck there too. It's, yeah, I mean, we know. Yeah, we got Tommy the clown. Tell him about tell me tell him what Tommy represents, man. I mean, that's just like quintessential. Like you feel me? Like if growing up in LA, like everybody been to a birthday party where like Tommy was there, just doing like a show for him and stuff. Like that's just like the epitome of. I think like that's you feel me. That's yeah. definitely like fun. Cause like both of you were from LA, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The beauty about like the video and stuff is like all these things, like all those scenarios. It's just like honest. Like those are like things that like mm-hmm. people see, like who like who is from that like environment experience that, like yeah, like I see a part of like my neighborhood or something like mm-hmm. that. So I think that's what's like cool about it for sure. That it's like it's like entertaining, but it's also like honest at the same time. So. Yeah, and I, I think know. I think just kind of going to Vince as well. I feel like his aesthetic as an artist is like I don't want to say normcore, but it's like he, <laughs> he, he he represents like the regular hood cat. Like he's not yeah. like the one with, with like the crazy whip and the jury and got the girls and selling drugs. He's just yeah. like yo, I'm just a I'm just a he dude just in the street. Opt- yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think like yeah. what what made that what made that ending really dope is that at the end of all this crazy video, we show him filming a video. You know, with a little Canon 70, like at his park in his neighborhood with his homies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is something that he would do. You know what I mean? So I just, I feel like the whole video is nothing that's out of the ordinary. It's all crazy. But to someone that doesn't live there, like the kid in the. Well, what what about the very end? At the very end with the kid on his laptop and then when his parents come in and then, oh. Yeah, like that. Like I feel like that kid represents. Everyone in America, especially you know white kids who I was just like watching it. Yeah, who who who, yeah. who fetishize the culture and want to be down and want to be cool, but they're and, and and they're able to to digest that culture from the safety of their bedroom. Well, I mean that's a thing now. Like you know, it's like it's kind mm-hmm. of crazy the way people consume music now, and also it who like you know who's doing what for who in a mm-hmm. weird way. You know, mm-hmm. where's the real the the real culture at? Yeah. It gets kind of lost in the sauce as far as like mm-hmm. all these things that we're referencing, all these things that all these aesthetics, all these, you know, cool airbrush T-shirts and and, and gold necklaces and like gold grills. Like, where mm-hmm. is the source? And I yeah. feel like it kind of got lost. 
Because yeah. everyone has ac- access to it now. That's a weird thing. You can go on World Star, you can go on anything. You know, it's mm-hmm. everyone has kind of access to these things, but it's also like a weird fetish. Because that's one thing if it's like interesting with your video too, is like it's a, there's a little bit of politics in there. There's like, you yeah. know, you could be doing, like you said before, you could just be doing the classic video or this or that, but you guys are like taking it to a bit of another level. Yeah, I know. It's, it's funny because we didn't even have the idea of the kid at the end until like maybe a day before we shot the video. And I think me, me and Vince, we were talking about like, how do we want to end the video? Do we want it to be like a little black kid on his computer? Mm-hmm. Do we want it to be like a white kid, but he has a make a, make America great again hat on? Oh, like, do yeah. we want it to be a mom? And I think we kind of set it on this kid who was like at a point in his life where he's where he doesn't know which way he's going to go. You know, yeah. like, like if you look on, if you really look at the wall, his his bedroom, he had like a bunch of snowboard posters. On top of that was like a free Kodak poster. You know, he's on that edge of like being an innocent kid to like trying to figure out where he is and who he is. So I feel like that's the, that's the point that these kids are most influence like that in between age whatever that I mean, is do you feel like you have any responsibility to the like being like image makers the people that are creating this content and you guys are also like in the fine line of like art commerce commercial kind of like well yeah you know it's an interesting thing about the sob video we shot in oakland some of the scenes the scenes we shot were like like we had a scene of like someone getting killed and obviously the song is called paramedics so it was mm-hmm. very like it was about that but i think me and steve we had a couple conversations while we were there like man, this doesn't feel right. Or like, yeah. are we exploiting? Like, you know what I mean? Like we need to, we need to, you know, be more responsible in that light. And just like being image makers. Like, yeah, you got to like be responsible of like what you like writing, putting out in the world. Cause that shit is like very important. Like people are going to see this like 10 years, 20 years from now. And you just want to make sure that like whatever you like putting out in the world is not like uh, problematic or anything. You know, you just want to make sure that the thing and it's trying to say something that's like, more deeper than what like people may see like from the surface and stuff. A little bit of responsibility comes with that. It's interesting now because you know, yeah. look at the dialogue's kind of changing a bit, yeah. and it's like it's for the good, but it's all these things about America is coming to into fruition. And I feel like a lot of people sometimes it's easier to always like point fingers, not really take their own mea culpa. What, what's my part in the whole? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. what am I doing to make things better? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's a conversation we have a lot. I mean, you know, just as far as like giving people the benefit of the doubt and not going straight to the the um, the cliche viewpoint on, on on a certain character that whoever we're putting in our films or yeah. our, our our subjects. I feel like you know, even in the sob video, like the people that we had casted to do like to be like the people that were robbing a liquor store or the one who got killed or the one who killed mm-hmm. them, they were all nice people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We had, and we, I remember I had to give a note to someone like be be a little bit more mean. You know what I mean? I'm just like <laughs> that. That don't really feel right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think you know this whole thing was a blessing in disguise. It kind of you know we were able to see the reality of the thing that we were portraying and realize that it's not it's not right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So we had a chance to redeem ourselves in the sense. Yeah. Politics will kind of find you even if you're not yeah. looking for it. You know, yeah, even if yeah. you want to don't want to be a part of it, you don't want anything. Yeah. It does find you a little bit. And nowadays it is because it's like you guys are all kind of balance this fine line of being fine artists, commercial artists, working with companies, working for yourself. Stevie, I know you work in Black News and like a lot of these other projects. You kind of almost have to make your way, your own way yeah. for it too. Mm-hmm. Everybody has like their own agendas and stuff and like their own like moral compasses. So I couldn't like hold anybody on like not feeling obligated. 
I'm not expecting everybody to be on some like deep, like, yo, like we yeah. got to do this. Like, this is our responsibility as artists. Everybody's just like moving differently. I can't hit on like the next person that's not really like concerned with that. But I just know like me, the people that I, I keep around day to day, it's important to me. And you also want to look back in the future and see the stuff that you've yeah. done and you want to be exactly. proud of what you're yeah, putting out there. I feel like as humans, like that's where everybody, you know, everybody want to, before they drop, you know, they can look back and be like, like, nigga, I did this. Like I did my job on this earth and stuff. So day to day, like whatever I put out, very cautious, like, you know, with the exhibit for those that don't see the exhibit, but there's a big, you know, Google Maps blowout. That's a big installation that goes with the video. It's funny because a lot of people haven't even, I was talking to some people at the opening and a lot of people don't even know, didn't even know that you can do street view like that. Yeah. I was surprised to know that. But um, I think the thing about, uh, what's, what's cool about Google street view right now is, um, is that as time is going on, I think it started in like 2009 mm -hmm. and they're updating it every couple of years. Mm -hmm. And now you're able to go back in time and see what it looked like in certain well, years. Well, it's weird too. You got those weird narratives, like that one picture of like the Jag and like the person in the trunk or whatever getting oh, yeah. something out. And yeah. you're like, what's mm -hmm. going on there? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think it's just going to be really cool to be like, you know, 20 years from now, be able yeah. to look back and like see what it looked like on a specific street in 2009. Well, that's the, the trip for me is just being in there and then looking how clean and crisp it looks. And I'm like, wow, it's going to be like pretty soon, like the holodeck. Like you can get these, like you can get flat screens now for like $150. Oh, yeah, and like yeah. pretty soon you're going to get this flat screen technology. So you could just wrap all your walls yeah. and then you could just have a 360 Google map view <laughs> and you pretty much can go anywhere in the world. Like, oh, I want to go to Paris. Oh, I want to go to Haiti. I want to go to like yeah. Rio. And like, it's kind of gotcha. weird, but it's also, it's like the Google, Google maps. It's kind like an honest view because it's really they just randomly it's drive it some yeah. it's not like it's a pre-planned it's like well it's crazy because i know i know like just to get technical too like they have a, i think they have to put like a public well you know you know how you have to put it in the newspaper or something mm -hmm. like a public announcement that mm -hmm. they will be filming google maps on this particular street in this time you just got to find well it. that's a bit thing going back about how we're all filmed because it's weird because it's like in america they're, we're much more free giving our image away. Like you go, when yeah. I'm in Germany and stuff, you look at Google Maps, half of it is blurred out because yeah, they're yeah. like way more, like they don't want, they're, they're way more protective of their privacy mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, we're kind of so used to like, oh, just being filmed, you don't really think about it. But it's also like, I even heard with those scooters, you know, like the, the, the little scooters on Melrose and stuff. Oh yeah. But they're actually the like doing data mining on you. The, the whole reason why they have them is because then you put in your card info and you put your playlist Cause like all that information is actually Yo, like, for real? yeah, so they're like really. Because <laughs> I'm always like they, they do it but, and they're yeah. being smashed in it like after two rides. I'm like, how do you make money off that? But they actually make more money collecting all your information ah, it, than that. And I'm like the same with like, and I think people forget like. Hold on, what are they doing? They the, just selling it or like? Yeah, then it's like they're like creating say, like profiles say and know, say you want to know like. What are all the the kids on Melrose listening to right now? Yeah, and where they're going, where like, they're oh, going, like where they're yeah, going, which yeah. directions they're going. So now like, now they, you know where to put a store. Now where they listening to? to now you know where to put a. And you also uh, have their John credit Jesus. card info. You yeah. have all their like, Damn, you know, their yeah. like information because you have to like download the app and all that. It's right by Fairfax, that high school. So like, them niggas is like, yeah, man, what? All the, that's yeah. No, I feel like. Like being bro, like why is that off legal? the grid is going to be impossible pretty soon. That's impossible uh, now. Even even the whole thing with the face app, everyone is like, oh yeah, like oh, don't old. put my face on that because like man, they already got your face. Exactly. Man. They had your face, <laughs> bro. If you got an iPhone, had your, X, yeah. Bro. They've they been had your face, face, and it's okay. Like, I mean, not—I wouldn't say it's okay, but I kind of go through this all the time. It's like at this point, there's nothing you can do to stop it, 
and you know you might as well just like chill and cool. have I mean I think that's most people think that they're like oh I got nothing to hide or I'm not have anything yeah. to worry about but at the same time you it's gotta like, be protect yeah. like yeah what I'm at a 60-40 with it I'm at like, like 60 like what can though. happen like, what, like what's the worst case scenario someone d- adopts your identity but like of you of all people, like you know, what I mean? like, there's a million people. And it's like, yo, I want, I want Steve. I want to be Steve. I'm you know be I mean? Steve. I'll take that, I'll take that risk. <laughs> yo, Tyler, you're weird. <laughs> That's funny. I want to ask this question too. So you guys are both self-taught. Yeah, well, me personally, I, I I did go to school, but I didn't go to school for film. Um, I went to school for graphic design, and then I tried. Yeah, because you did some album covers and stuff too, right? Yeah, I came up doing like photography and album covers for a lot of early, you know, rappers in, in L.A. Man, talk and your then, shit, man. Talk your shit. Even that deep, bro. Man, this man. man. I, did, I did uh I did a Casey Veggies album cover. On, I did Don Kennedy album cover. I did all the overdose. Come album on, covers. man. Talk nah, nah, but um, no, but I, like, I, I started off just doing like graphic design. And then I dropped out of school shortly after that. And then, like, you know, a bunch of crazy occurrences happened, which ended up, which, which, uh, afforded me a camera. And I, and I got a camera and just started filming and taught myself by watching YouTube videos and like on the fly learning shit and, you know, trial and error. And then, so, so for, for the most part, I do feel self taught. I, I feel like I didn't learn anything in college at all. What about you? You're self taught as well, huh? Yeah. I mean, I took like a couple classes at like SMC, like this community college, but I didn't like yeah, majority of like the stuff. I mean, do you feel school's still important? You think school yeah, is important? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I be I be flirting with the idea of like going going to like a school mm-hmm. just because like just the experience and all that, you know, like the people that you meet, just the environment. I mean, because I think technology changes so fast. There's no way to go. Like if you go in trade school, it's almost out of date by the time you come out. Yeah, that yeah. stuff changes. But the way you can think and the way you can present things, school is important. Yeah. You can literally learn like anything like that's like in a course, like mm-hmm. on YouTube in like two hours or something. Man, nobody ever mentioned branding. Like you would never say mm. brand or branding. Like branding wasn't even like an idea. And now you come now, it's like all about brands. Everyone's mm. a brand. My thing about branding is I feel like when it comes to doing something that's hard, there's a bunch of steps, right? And you can kind of like, you know, evaluate those steps and say, this is the easiest step and this is the hardest step. And I feel like branding is the easiest step. So a lot of people put more emphasis on branding than actually doing the work. Yeah, You know, yeah. like people have a logo before they create the clothing, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, and I feel like that's why branding is such a dominant thing is because every, that's the, that's the easiest thing to do. It's the easiest thing to like, even like, like I he, just, I just started like figuring that out and shit. Like you're not going to be like a superstar overnight. Yeah. Like you just got to make shit. Just make, 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 make. It's literally just like keep on making stuff and just like forming. And then that just, nat- when you're talking about like branding or something, just like how like you're like looked at, like that shit like just naturally comes out. Well, you guys are a perfect example of the video you're just talking about, but your first video didn't really happen, but then all the experience yeah, and everything bro. came with that yeah, led man. to the, the video that you really wanted to do. It's, yeah. I think it's called like, uh, I like to call it like following your curiosities. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, we're, we, like we were just curious about something and then that led to something else. And then mm-hmm. that leads to something else and that leads to something else. So as long as you're following your curiosities and like remaining curious, you're going to eventually, you know, stumble into your own lane and your own brand and all that other good shit. What's some things uh, you're, you're curious about right now? What, what are you looking at? Damn, that's a good question, man. Um, archiving, what's happening right now 
Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if you look on Instagram, there's a bunch of like pages about about like, oh, this is a photo from Compton in 1987. This is this crazy story about this guy who all these histor- historic pages. But I feel like the stuff that's happening now mm-hmm. is going to be history later on. And mm-hmm. someone needs to start document, start documenting this in a specific way right now. And so I just been thinking of like creating like a grand archive of just like. Um, so that's kind of what I'm curious about is just like, how do we, how do we maintain what's obviously leaving because of gentrification right now? You know what I mean? How do we, how do we like hold on to it as long as we can, or at least document it. So 20 years from now, when Crenshaw High is full of white kids, Mm -hmm. everyone remembers what it used to be like. Everything's always changing. We're always in flux. You know what I mean? Like things are always changing. And it is crazy now because like you said, everything is documented when back in like 40, 50 years ago, people had one photo for one year yeah. or like mm, one photo yeah. for like 15 years that they like hold on to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like, yeah, my gra- my great grandma has only one picture of her. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, there's only one picture and it's not even a good picture. <laughs> like, that's the only memory or image I have of her. So, nah. What about you, Stevie? What are you looking at right now? What's inspiring you? I think what's inspiring me right now is the people that like like really that's just like around me with all my friends like i'm seeing them like grow like yeah like grow but in like a real way of like taking like very like big steps within like just their careers and just like their life so like that shit like if anything it's like solely them like what chuck is doing my friend max older homies and stuff that i have like Mm -hmm. i'm just seeing everybody just like just like morph into like they self I'm just soaking all that in and just like using that as like gas. Like people are just doing like a lot of shit. Like a lot of people are like pluralists and stuff. That's just crazy. I me. Mean, I don't know. Now, I was just going to say we have we have way more access to more tools. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. More like, you know, references. Like think about like Tumblr or like. Well, it's crazy even think about like MySpace. Is like a, yeah. It's like ancient history now. Yeah. But it was like that was like. Where you could see other kids from other places and see mm-hmm. how they get down and how they dress. And you know what I mean? It's just a, it's just a. Now it's like you might not even speak the same language, but you have more in common because everyone goes to Hypebeast. Everyone yeah. goes to like all these things yeah. and they all have the same references mm-hmm. and all that, like know the same artists and stuff. The. I can imagine like Like just being young right now Like you probably have like So much confidence Just cause mm-hmm. like You just know what's out there You know what's possible mm-hmm. You know you can grab You know imagine like Being in like 2000 Like the 90s And you just like And they get talking about like Bro You can make money off of like Designing t-shirts or some shit And right. like you have like No reference to that Yeah it's a, it's a crazy world we live in As far as the technology And the access I'm super curious As far as what it's gonna look like 20 years from now I'm always amazed like yeah, it's like a never ending, you know, infinity sea bottom floor of like ideas that like you always think, you know, everything. And then you turn the corner and you're like, oh, I know nothing. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think I think another thing that's interesting is like I always talk to Steve about the generation gap between my generation and his generation. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I was coming up as a creative, like we had time to like perfect something. Mm-hmm. And make it really good And like you know Share it with others And then put it out Yeah And then the world Would consume it And be like Yo this shit is crazy yeah. But like mm-hmm. now I feel like his generation The younger generation They're doing They're 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 coming up With the idea one day And putting it out The next day Yeah And it's being received The same way And I feel like That's something That's hard for my generation Because we're so used To like taking our time But yeah. Now people like Are making a video While they're making The other video Literally, at the same. You're making like Four videos in one day yeah. And you can have like Literally, there's this kid, uh, Young Kazi. 
he four, like five, he literally <laughs> he literally was on Instagram stories like yo I'm filming the video and you saw him like and then like him going through the process and then like, ne- the next week. morning like before everybody woke up the video <laughs> was video. out but like, was like fired up and it was tight it was like, yo, you <laughs> yeah, just this is fire. I was like yo y'all just filmed this and yeah. it was like yeah and now it's out and now they, and he's making another video you know what I mean it's like he's not like he didn't lose anything from that you yeah know what I mean mm-hmm. and I feel like they got that book called Show Your Work mm-hmm. and I feel like that's a lot what a lot of these younger kids are doing is they're like putting all their ideas out and it's not so much that we're falling in love with the work but we're falling in it's love the with process. their process and like yeah. seeing yeah. them grow and seeing you know Steve go from like oh I'm just doing this on my iPhone to like now he's doing a short film and yeah. now he's doing now he's in Paris like yeah. oh shit like he really on his shit right now oh, wow. like you know what I mean like everybody's rooting for you to like keep growing and so I think like you know I, I feel like we all need to start to adapt that mentality when it comes to creating is just like putting shit out and not be like a hoarder of ideas forever Mm-hmm. No, so, well, I, that's why I was happy you guys did that exhibit because it's great, you know, that you can take the, a video. I think you can re kind of contextualize yeah. things you're doing and then you're making it into like, because even with that, not everything like people, oh, exhibits have to be a picture framed on the wall. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be that. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it up with a, a last question here for each of you. If you were to do like a music biop movie, who would you do it on, you think? Man, you already know the answer, man. I think at this point, I mean, I don't know what my answer would have been a couple of years ago, but at this point, it, it would have to be the Nipsey Hussle story. I mean, and I feel like that's not even really a music story. It's more like a, you know, like a black American story, but, mm-hmm. or just an American story. But yeah, I mean, I think that's like the story that resonates with me the most. And there's a bunch of other artists that, you know, deserve biopics that I'll be interested in. But right now, that's like what's heavy on my mind is doing a Nipsey movie. Yeah. Stevie, mm. I wish I would. <laughs> I, I told you, I knew it. We can do it. I together, mean, yeah, man. yeah, for sure. Like Nip, for sure. Off tops. What about the classics? You you're a fan of like the old old school um, B, any yeah, of the, any of those? Yeah. Who would you do? Man, like for me, Donny Hathaway. That I think that's an amazing story. Oh, yeah. Like the Whitney Houston story is amazing story. Like yeah. there's so many like movies that need to be made that like yeah. you need to get the right people to make them. Well, I'll do the Fosters. Oh, that's yeah. a good story. Foster Silver. Yeah, that's a that, good story. That kid like that's he, an L.A. story too. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. That's tight. I ain't gonna lie, that's tight. No, that's why it's good that you guys are in this world because there's so many good stories that need to be told, and it's and it's like it takes the right person to tell that story that can appreciate. Yeah, all, you know what I mean? Because it is yeah, crazy. Man. Like America is built on all these crazy stories, and then all you know, mm-hmm. so many of them need to come out. All right, well, thank you guys. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. No, no thank you. Thank you, you yeah. man. Appreciate you yeah. for letting us uh, <laughs> put that exhibit up, man. That's you know? Yeah, right. and come by and check it out. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. You're listening to Brave New Views with Heavyweight Gallery.